Hello everyone, my name is Amy and I'm a girl on a mission to become the best version of myself in every aspect of my life and hopefully inspire a few of you to do the same. This podcast is going to be full of real, raw and honest moments from a far from perfect girl that is learning to love herself and spread the message of positivity. I'll be sharing all the things I learn on my journey with you, so whether you are looking to grow with me or just have a laugh along the way, welcome to Girl on a Mission. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am very excited for this one today because it's something that touches a little bit close to home for me. We're going to talk all about changing and growing and learning to love yourself and all of those kind of little things. Now this one is very close to home for me because I myself have changed and grown a lot in the past like year or two as I mentioned in my last podcast episode. Um, I definitely am not proud of the person that I used to be um, but I understand why I was that person. So Growing up, I had a lot of trauma in my life um, from personal experiences um, that shaped me into not a very nice person, which is sad, but it made me who I am today. So essentially, I just was a pretty nasty person. I actually remember thinking to myself in year seven when I used to get bullied a lot by my friendship group, I remember having this thought and going, it's kill or be killed, but in the terms of bully or be bullied. And I actually wrote it down in my book because I was just about to move schools and I was preparing and I wanted to like have friends and be loved. But in my mind, I thought that the way to do that was to be nasty to people first so they couldn't be nasty to me back. That was actually a thought 13-year-old Amy had and kind of lived her life by. I would be nasty to people I thought um, would be nasty to me and because I thought that would protect me. And it's really, really sad to think that that was actually the way I thought because of the way I had been treated previously. It actually took me a long time to see anything wrong with what I was doing. I remember, you know, I had this friend and he would always say, oh, ha, ha, like, you're so terrible, you're so mean. And I, but like, we would just kind of laugh it off and I was like, yeah, whatever. And then one day I was like, no, wow, I am so terrible. I am so mean. I try to upset people intentionally. And sometimes even unintentionally, I was just coming from a place of fear and I was so scared of getting hurt by people again that that's the way I would act. And I was probably about 17 when I realized that that's not really an okay way to treat people. And I was just so ashamed and embarrassed and I was like, wow, I can't believe for so long I've been doing this. I finally realized that the words that I was saying were making people feel terrible and I didn't want to do that anymore. So from that point, I started growing. And I got a little bit better slowly and whatnot, but I was still really scared to open myself up. Just because of the way people had treated me in the past, I didn't want to get treated that way again. So I started being like really nice to everybody, but I never really let anybody in. I never let them in to see who Amy was and and kind of show them my scars because that is quite a scary thing to do. And to be honest, I only really started opening up and letting people in maybe two months ago. So it's been a slow process letting that happen. Um, But I'm ready to do it now and I'm ready to let people know who I truly am, which is super exciting. So let's chat about growth. I really dislike the saying people can't change. People don't change and they won't change because I see the side to that argument that some people don't change and they won't ever change. 
but that is because they don't see anything wrong with their actions. People will never change if they can't see anything wrong with what it is that they're doing. If somebody sees something wrong with their actions and understands that they're doing the wrong thing, they can change. However, if they see something wrong with their actions, but do not want to put in the work to change, they won't change either. Because it is hard. You've got to put in work. You're not just going to wake up one day and be the version of yourself you've always wanted to be. You do have to put in the work. It's not really hard work. It's just little conscious things like waking up each day and having a nasty thought about someone and then sitting back and going, oh, actually, maybe I shouldn't have that thought. I have no idea what's going on in their life or anything like that. It's making the conscious decision to try and stop judging people. Um, Just all of those little conscious daily acts help you to change. It's also even the act of just saying that you want to change, that you're willing to put in the work to change and not just going, oh, that's just who I am. I hear lots of people with toxic behavioral traits that make people unhappy and sad boil it down to, well, that's just who I am. But if the way that you are acting and behaving is making someone feel bad, that's not just who you are. That is a toxic behavioral trait and you can change that. You can fix that. I'm not saying completely change who you are. Who you are is beautiful and unique. But if you are making other people feel a certain way, that's not okay. Another thing I applied to my life when I was trying to grow and learn is being more understanding. Something that I really cherish about myself is that I'm really good at understanding where people are coming from and why they're acting the way they're acting and not just saying, oh, she's being such a bitch or oh, she's being so unkind and uncaring. I kind of like to look back um, at the situation and go, but why is she acting that way? Because I know for me, when I was acting out and being really nasty and terrible, it was just because I wanted to be loved and I was so scared of being hurt. And I had a few incredible people in my life that would sit me down and they could tell that that was what was going on. And they would go, are you okay? What's wrong? And they would talk me out of this anger spiral and me lashing out at people and they'd get to the bottom of it and see me for who I truly was. And that was something that really got me through those tough times. It made me want to change and it made me want to be the version of myself that they saw in me. Because after all, deep down, I wasn't a bad person. I was just a kid who was so angry at the world for all had put me through that I put people through the exact same. So when somebody does something towards you that you don't like, take a step back and think, why are they acting that way? A really good example of this is one of my beautiful friends that I danced with. Her name is Brianna. Unfortunately for Brianna, she has had to have several major hip surgeries and has just had trouble with her hips since she was about 14 years old. Now, she is such an incredible dancer and she had an incredible passion and love for dancing. Now, we went to dancing together from the age of about 12 and we became best friends. Then we went off to a full-time dance course together, dancing all day, every day and getting ready to be professional dancers in the industry. And then a little while into the course, she needed to get another hip surgery. And the reality of this surgery was if it didn't go well, she was probably never going to be able to dance again. And her dreams of being a professional dancer were ripped away from her in that moment. And unfortunately, that happened. She wasn't able to come back to the dance course, but I continued in the dance course. Now, that was a heartbreaking experience for her. That was everything she had ever wanted ripped away from her. 
She has become such a resilient and incredible person and she has worked through that. I have to say, I'm so proud of Brianna and the way she has handled herself through everything she's experienced in life. She is kind, caring, and always incredibly supportive. Now, obviously, Brianna was not able to come back to the dance course, but I continued to stay at the dance course and I continued to do gigs and performances and concerts and all sorts. Now, obviously, as a friend, I really wanted her support and her to come and watch me in these concerts and support me in this career. But I had to take a step back and realize that that would be too difficult for Brianna. Although she is so caring, kind and supportive, it's just unfair of me to expect her to put herself in a position to be reminded that that's something she can no longer have. Now, as her friend, I had to be so aware of that and not be ungrateful that she wasn't coming and supporting my dance concerts because I understood why she wasn't. I was a empathetic and caring friend that let her deal with her grief in her own way. The other way this situation could have turned out is I could have been like, wow, Brenna, you're such a crap friend. You never support me in dance and then never spoken to her again. And I would have lost that beautiful friendship that we have all because I wasn't able to put myself in her position and see it from her side. It's also so important to remember not to get caught up in our own little bubble. Brianna actually pointed this out to me once. Because we are a generation that is so self-aware and always trying to work on themselves and better themselves, sometimes we get caught up in our own world and forget that other people have their own things going on. And it's so true. I hear so many people saying all the time, oh, my friends are so crap, they never reach out, they never check out on me. And I'm like, but do you reach out and do you check in on them? Well, how do you know that something bad isn't going on in their life and you're completely unaware? When things like that are happening, you need to take a step back and reevaluate the situation once again. Look at it from both sides. Yes, you're annoyed they're not reaching out to you, but maybe they're annoyed that you're not reaching out to them. And then you're just going to have this terrible relationship of both being spiteful and angry at each other for not checking in on each other. That's no way to have a friendship. You need to be mature about it and maybe message them and reach out and say, hey, we haven't been talking as much as I would like recently and I've actually been going through a few things and would have really appreciated it if you had have reached out and checked in on me. Then they could turn around and say, well, actually, I've been struggling a lot too recently. And then you've broken the ice. You're able to both talk to each other and let each other into your lives and know what's going on. It's so much nicer that way when you do things in a mature way, because if you turned around to them and just like cracked it and got annoyed or made a petty post on Instagram about how, you know, no one ever checks in on you and your friends are all fake and snakes or whatever, then they're just going to get annoyed and upset and they're definitely not going to check in on you then. And then what have you done? You're both struggling and you're both not talking to each other and helping each other through these difficult times. And look, there's no judgment from me on this at all because I have definitely been guilty of this there's been times when I've been a bit annoyed at my friends for being flaky or not checking in on me and because of the way we've grown up we think yep let's publicize that on Instagram with a petty post but it is definitely not the way to go I'm telling you now every time I have done that it has never helped the situation it has only ever made it worse being childish and spiteful and angry and petty is gonna get you nowhere And this is really hard for me to learn because my mum is quite a petty lady. So I've grown up with her doing all these petty things to me. I mean, I love her, but she's very petty. And so I just thought that was the way you do things, just by being petty. 
And I was like, hang on a minute. This is getting me literally nowhere. I am embarrassing myself. I am making the situation worse. I need to be mature and level-headed about these situations. And then I will be able to grow with that person. And we can make our friendship a really strong, incredible bond rather than one built on pettiness and trying to undermine the other person all the time. That's not the kind of friendship I want to have personally. I don't know about you. And there is definitely nothing wrong with telling your friends the kind of friendship you need from them. Why would you not want to do that? Tell them, I need you to check in on me more. I need you to support me on my business ventures more or whatever it is. If you feel like they're not giving that to you, it's okay to let them know. Obviously do it in a really polite and nice way. And if you feel like you've told them what you need from them in this friendship and they're still not giving that to you, they're still being petty, nasty, childish or anything like that, it's okay to let go of that friendship. This is something that I struggle with a lot because it is difficult, especially when you have friends that are friends with them as well and you've got the same social groups. It's tricky to disconnect from that person completely. But it's, it's okay to take a step back and cut yourself off from being one of their close friends. And once you let go of that toxic person and you no longer rely on them, you won't be so worried when they're not supporting you or checking in on you because you have filled that hole of when you got rid of them with another beautiful, incredible friend instead. Don't let toxic people take a place in your life because that is space filled that could have been filled by someone more caring and more kind and more beautiful and it's definitely okay to make yourself a priority you are important and if somebody is getting annoyed at you for looking after yourself then they probably don't understand that and that's okay because you know we are brought up to think that we need to be so selfless and never do anything for ourselves and always just be looking out for our friends but how can you look out for your friends and help support your friends when you aren't looking after yourself. You can't pour from an empty cup. So make sure you're filling your cup first and then pouring the overfill into your friends' cups. And by looking after yourself and learning to love yourself and care for yourself, your life will improve so much. When you love yourself, you also allow other people to love you too. Nobody can love you enough that it makes you love yourself as well, if that makes sense. So do the work, do the affirmations, thank your body for what it does for you every day. Understand your power. You are powerful, you are beautiful, and nobody else in this world is like you. And that is incredible. Think about how many people on this earth there are, and not one of them is the exact same as you. We are all unique, and that's freaking awesome. And I think we forget that, and I definitely do all the time. I often will try to copy other people and try and look like somebody else. And I'm like, but why the hell would I want to do that? That's not special. Looking the exact same as somebody else isn't special. That's just nice. You know, it's not bad. Why wouldn't I want to look completely unique and different and be beautiful in the ways that I am beautiful? That's so much more special. A big part of my growing and learning was learning to love myself. It is difficult. It's tricky. And I'm still getting there. I have my days. Everybody does. It's hard. We're brought up in a society where we look at these perfect cover girls on the front of magazines and we think that we aren't good enough because we don't look like a photoshopped picture, which is just crazy. And once you realize that you don't need to look like a photoshopped picture, 
there's so much more to you than the way you look. Once you value the person you are on the inside, you will reflect that on the outside. When I hated myself on the inside and thought that I was an ugly, terrible person, I felt the same on the outside and I couldn't love myself because I didn't like myself even. So by doing the work and becoming somebody I could be proud of, I just like started to enjoy my company more. I started to like the things I was doing more and I started to care a whole lot less what other people thought. That was my biggest thing that held me back so much in life. I was always so worried about what other people would think and whether or not they were going to like it. And then one day I realized I'm not doing these things for other people. I'm not living my life to make other people happy. That's not living. That is just trying to make somebody else happy. I want to live a happy, full, wonderful life. And that starts with me. That starts with doing things for me. So that is a big, big tip. Do things for you and only you. Nobody else can hand you this magical thing called happiness. And you're definitely not going to find it in people's approval. And that's a definitely a bitter pill to swallow. So take it in, take a deep breath and just know that doing things for yourself will feel so much better. I've decided I'd like to put a little quote into each episode. And so this week's quote, I'm actually going to do two because I feel like they both are so aligned with this episode. So the first one is good things take time because they do. You aren't just going to decide to start working on yourself and growing and evolving and become the person you've always wanted to be in a few days. Like I said, it's little conscious efforts each and every day, doing more things for other people, being kind and caring, looking after yourself as well, first and foremost, and then looking after other people. The next quote is no one is you and that is your power. And I resonate with this so much because it's taken me a long time to learn that no one is me. I'm always comparing myself to others and I've finally stopped doing that and it was probably the most liberating thing I have ever done. I don't second guess myself when I decide to do new things or decide to post something. I'm like this is for me and I hope that somebody else enjoys it too because that would be nice but first and foremost I'm doing it for me because I am unique and I'm beautiful in my very own ways and if somebody else doesn't see that that's okay. Because I know my worth, whether or not other people do. So my biggest tips for growing and learning. First off, you have to take responsibility for your actions. You have to take responsibility for the way you make yourself feel and for the way you make other people feel. And that can be tricky if you know you've been doing some nasty stuff. Then making conscious efforts. If you pick out people's flaws and you say it straight to their face. Something I used to do. Each time you notice yourself doing that, just go, actually, I'm really sorry. I don't know why I said that. Or maybe try and stop yourself before you say it. It took me a long time to stop doing that. It was just something weird that I did. If I saw a flaw, I just pointed it out. And that is so not nice. There's a thing that I like called the five second rule. If there's something about somebody that they can't change within five seconds, i.e. their way they look their weight, their um, size of their lips, the size of their nose, anything like that. Don't point it out. If it's something they can change within five seconds, like their flies down, they've got something in their teeth, their hair's a bit crazy. 
then you can point it out because they'd probably want to know. But what they don't want to know is that their nose is big and they can't make it smaller. Because unfortunately, we're told that that's a bad thing. But it's not because that makes them unique and that's amazing. And they should realize that that is so incredible. Then once you've taken responsibility and you've started making small steps in the right direction, you're going to just notice that you will love yourself a lot more for it. You'll start to be more proud of the person you are and you will know your power and know your worth. And then you will start to appreciate the good things in life. You'll want other people to succeed and do well because you are succeeding and doing well. People only tear other people down when they're insecure about how they're not doing enough. And I know from experience that people do that because I did that. I would see people succeeding and I'd be jealous and spiteful and I would try to tear them down by being like, oh, that's so embarrassing, that's so this, whatever. And that was just a negative, nasty way of living instead of good on them. That's a good idea. Maybe I should try that. And being proud for other people's accomplishments and achievements rather than jealous. Then when you start cheering for other people, people also start cheering for you. And it's the nicest feeling ever. Look at this podcast that I've just started, for example. The old Amy, when starting something like this, one would have doubted herself and questioned herself the whole way, been scared, been seeking other people's approval, and it would have made it a lot more difficult for me to actually start it. And two, I would have expected the worst from my friends. I would have been like, oh, they're so crap, they're so this. I would have been petty about it. Just come from a place of nastiness. And then they wouldn't have wanted to support me. Who wants to support someone that's like, oh, you never support me. You do this, you do that. And it's just complaining and being nasty all the time. Instead, when doing this podcast, I came from a place of love. I knew how incredible my friends were. I knew that they're supportive and amazing and they did not disappoint. Every single one of my close friends reached out and messaged me and told me how proud they were of me. And even people who I'm not super close with were doing the same because they could see how passionate I was about it and how much love and appreciation I was putting out into the universe. And the universe gave it straight back. I know this episode was very full, very packed with lots of different tips, lots of stories, and might be a bit overwhelming if you yourself are wanting to change and grow. So I'm just going to go over a few dot points of how to get started. Like I said, take responsibility for your actions. Understand there's something wrong with what you're doing and want to change them. Be understanding and empathetic. Being understanding and empathetic towards your friends will get you so much further and create longer, lasting and stronger friendships. Don't be petty and approach conflict with a certain level of maturity. It's going to make life a whole lot better. Ask for help if you need it. And also don't be afraid to ask for what you need from your friends. Make yourself a priority. If you don't and you're trying to look after others, you won't be able to. Because one, you're trying to pour from an empty cup and we know that doesn't work. And two, you'll almost resent them for it. If you aren't fully ready to help other people and you are still trying to do that because that's what you believe you owe to them, it's just going to be very difficult. And honestly, it's not going to help anybody in the long run. Embrace what makes you unique. Do the affirmations. Tell yourself how much you love yourself. It's not vain. I can't even stress that enough. We think it's vain to love yourself. It's not. You're amazing. Don't forget it. Learning to love yourself and realizing there is more to you than your outward appearance. And valuing the person you are on the inside above all else. You also need to stop caring so much what others think. You aren't living your life to make others happy. 
I'm definitely going to touch on this a lot more in some coming episodes because it is a process, but it is so liberating once you truly stop caring what others think of you. Okay, I think I've definitely rambled on enough for today's episode. I hope you get the point. Growing and learning is possible. It isn't always easy, but it's definitely possible. If you looked at me two years ago versus me now, you would think they're completely different people, let alone me four years ago. That girl was a bitch. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and have an incredible week. Like I always say, you are all loved, you are all beautiful, and you are all unique. Don't ever forget that.